about a title we are going to be talking about living consciously and what I'm talking about living consciously is just being a lot more self-aware you know like we have awareness but like really tuned in to our inner selves what our body is telling us what our mind is telling us what our heart is telling us like literally being intentional about living consciously And so I first came to this realization that I, I didn't know the words to put to it when I told my living consciously, when it came from when I, last year I had six months where I went through such a bad depression that I didn't identify myself, like literally numb could not feel anything, not that I wasn't functioning, but just tuned out emotionally from myself. I felt things for other people, but me, I, it was a switch went off and I was existing, but I wasn't living. And that is a, that could be a whole episode by itself. But from that experience, I can't tell you the moment that it broke for me um, or it was like some big revelation that happened. But I just know that it was a, a transition that happened. And then I know people say new year, new me. And it wasn't really my intentions to in going into 2023 being like, it's a new me new year, new me error like that. I, that wasn't my mindset at all, but I noticed that that last week of the last year going into the new year, I went on a fast from social media. Um, not that I, it consumes my life, but I needed something to where it didn't fill my time when I was bored. And I just, at that moment, I just kind of, okay, I have to snap back into my own reality and I need to figure out what is going on with me and get back in tune to myself. So I started creating habits that last year that has rolled into 2023. And here we are almost the end of January. And now I can put into the words that I am living consciously. And not only in terms of uh, what the first thing that I kind of set for myself was um, at the time I was going to be, I'm I'm like, okay, my second job is coming to an end because it was a seasonal position. So I don't have that to just fill my time. What am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do to prepare myself to create a a positive and a healthy habit. So when that ends and I transition from not having two jobs, filling up my time, what am I doing? So I had to make an effort to say, you know what? I need to become in tune with my body. So I, before I started working two jobs, I loved 
I I went on a weight loss journey, was very, you know, I had my ups and downs, but I did really good and I lost a lot of weight. And then somewhere in my depression, you know, somehow I, it came back. I'm not saying I was a necessarily an emotional eater, but I just did. I, I mean, even though I was working two jobs, I wasn't as active as I was prior to. So the first thing I was like, you know what? I want to get back to myself is being mindful and listening to my body when it comes to the certain things that I consume. So I recognize that I can't tolerate beef. I can't tolerate it. It takes it it takes so much. And I'm sure this is for a lot of people and people still, you know, still eat it. But I noticed like, okay, you know, the consumption of beef is just so heavy. It's so weighted. It takes forever for your body to break down. Your soul, your body to break it down. You're so bloated. You get tired, you get sleepy, you get lazy. You don't want to do nothing. The same with um, I noticed that with gluten. So what I wanted to do, I said, you know, when you're when you eat right, you notice you have a lot more energy levels. You feel, you know what I'm saying, you feel better better. It's almost like you can think clear. It's just, it's so, it's such a difference when you decide to substitute things. So I didn't just go drastically on a drastic, you know, diet or meal plan. I just, I start, I just became in tune with my body. And I started, I remember seeing somewhere that someone was saying the key to um, eating healthier is to, um, not say I can't have that when it comes to certain things that you're technically is not good for you. Not say it's just to say, I don't eat that. And it's something about subconsciously telling you is that I don't eat that instead of, I can't have that because technically then you give in and you might have it, but saying, I don't eat that is just saying to yourself, like, I, that's I don't like that anymore. It's it's not something that I consume. I I don't eat it anymore. And I noticed when I changed my language and just kind of I mean I say it out loud, but saying it to myself like I don't eat that. Or people say, what is it that you like to eat? I say, I I don't eat. You know, listing on things that I don't eat. And most people be like, whoa, you don't eat nothing. But it's it's not that. It's just really. And I'll tell anyone, it's not that I don't eat. You know, like the normal things that everybody eat. It's just, I just became in tune with my body and what my body was telling me that it did not like when I consumed. Then I noticed that, you know, in order for you to get clear skin, it goes beyond just drinking water. You need your gut to be healthy, right? You, I didn't realize so much came benefits of having good, healthy gut besides regular bowel movements. It's, the number one factor for me was like, oh my gosh, it can help my skin. Absolutely. I'm there for it. I'm all there for it. So I just kind of listened to what my body is telling me and what it needs. And so then it just, and just being conscious of the things that I put in and notice when I eat something, what does it feel like? And I, it's been trial and error. I'm not going to lie. It took me a second to, to cut out certain things because y'all know sugar is already addictive. So it takes time to cut certain things out. But after a while, your craving for it, you might, will slowly go down. Or you may crave it, but you won't act on that craving to go get it. And so I was like, slowly, I want to train. I have a goal before when they, by the time December of this year ends is a, uh, a goal in, in terms of what I'm, 
uh, the type of, like, I want to become pescatarian. It's not a really <laughs> that big of a secret. I don't even know why I was like beating around the bush about it, but I want to become pescatarian. Um, and so I know that that from coming from, cause technically right now I still have chicken cause I cannot give up Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I can't give up Chick-fil-A. Not that I'm addicted to Chick-fil-A. It's just like, it's like right there up the street for me. It's so close. It's just convenient sometimes. And I don't even, and listen, my body has, has transitioned so much. Y'all, I can't even have a regular Chick-fil-A meal. I have to get a kid's meal. Like that's like, so slowly I'm going to be getting rid of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but for right now, I'll be sticking to my little Nuggets kid meal. Okay. And that's about it. And the next part is, um, of course, I'm always wanting to ensure that my mental health is in the best place, which, again, becoming conscious of things that is triggering to me and how people get help is is help comes in any form that you are willing to try for your mental health. Um, Before, uh, years ago, I had really I didn't. I didn't believe not I didn't believe that I would ever experience depression. This was years ago. I didn't ever think that I would experience till one day I was crying and I was like, this, what is this? And I had to realize that I was depressed. And it it made me cry even more because I never thought that I would be a person that ever had to deal with that. I was like, I, not that I talked down on people or I looked down on people or thought it was strange, but I just never, I, stress was very familiar. Stress, being stressed, yes. But depression, it's not pretty. And so I remember going to see a therapist. It was a free one that we got. And I promise you that woman, we worked for years. She changed my, she changed a lot of my life, you know, um, and I learned a lot, like, you know, there's different periods in your life where you need assistance, where you can't do it by yourself. And it's it's okay if you have tried, exhausted everything that you could and you just need it. Now, you may not want to physically go into an office and sit on a couch and talk to someone, you know. I know in terms of my therapist, we sometimes we have phone sessions if I couldn't come in. Um, and I think nowadays they have things where you can chat, like do a chat box or something like that. And you sign up and then you are assigned a therapist. So, but it's, it's, it's just being conscious of, of conscious, excuse me, of my mental health. And so going through that period, those six months, I was like, I would not wish this on anybody. And you yourself, maybe right now, you're you may be in depression for as long as I was, or maybe it, it's been years or something like that. But I know I made it through. I believe that you can make it through as well. It's just it's gonna take. It's it's really self determination and self discipline and and just awareness of self. And I know someone could sit there and say you know, oh, it's easier said than that. Cause trust, I, I was the same way in my mind. Really, some part of me didn't want to feel that. Didn't want to feel depression. Didn't want to feel numb. I didn't want it at all. But for some reason, I could not snap out of it. I could not, every, everything, every day, I was just like, what is this feeling? Why, why can't I, 
why can't I transition? I felt so small and so broken and I felt like so alone, like no one will understand. And then it leads into an unhappiness. And, you know, I know some people just can't get out of, you know, you could have a lot of the thing is some people like you have no reason to be depressed and they look around and feel like you just have it all. But, you know, some things are just underlining traumas from maybe childhood traumas, just life in general that come that you don't anticipate that alters something, alters something, your viewpoint. And it just, if it hits you hard, it just hits you hard. I would never judge anyone, but what I always want is for someone to fight and, um, fight, 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 fight for as hard as you can for as long as you can. And, and don't give up on trying things, trial and error, trial and error, something is going to stick. Something is going to stick for you. That's going to work for you. And it's not always medication. You know, they always say push people to get on medication, but some people that's what they need. And some people it's, it's just not that, you know, it's just a new outlook on life um, or, or whatever it is that can help you to transition and shift your viewpoint. The next thing was just, just in a place of stillness, not numb. Right now I'm in a place of stillness of, in terms of, okay, I know for a fact that I don't have to have everything figured out right now. Right. I know I don't. So since I know this, now I can see the big picture, but I need to break the big picture down into smaller pieces and figure out what I want to work on or what I want to achieve or really see the big picture, break it down in small pieces, and then just take every day as every day. And that's really what I'm doing. I'm taking every day with strides. Like, I nothing wrong with setting daily goals, reminders, motivate yourself. But for me, I, and I'm, I'm used to, listen, I used to be that person. I'm like, I have to be working. I have to keep busy. I have to keep my mind. But I had to learn, I, for me, I had to slow down. I had to stop being so busy and I had to be in a place of stillness and I had to be like, okay, I may not have a plan today to work on something, but you know what? Hey, I can focus on my physical health today. Maybe, you know, I'll work out today. You know, I'll uh, ensure that I increase my fruit intake or increase my water intake from the normal 64 ounces I'm doing. Let me, let me do a little bit more. Let me be mindful of going to sleep at a particular, you know, a particular time, good sleep health, you know, just, I'm, I'm just in a place of stillness of like, okay, I don't want to go back to those six months. I don't want to go back to two years ago, you know, where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I have to identify the place that I'm in now in the place that I want to be. And I need to visualize myself in that place that I want to be. And I want to, and I have to give myself grace that it may take me some time to get to that place. 
And I want the same for you that are listening to give yourself some grace that you can vision and see yourself and visualize. But it is okay if the process seems a little long or it seems a little rocky or a little bit shaky. I've noticed some things of, of like right now I'm in my, it's, oh, I guess you could say an unapologetic error of like my, and it's almost in a sense of like a no tolerance. Like, of course, no, you don't, no one should tolerate mess or drama or anything like that. But just because I'm becoming so aware of myself, I'm realizing what really becoming in tune of what is worth my energy and what's not. Like I had a situation with someone and it was just like, I realized I made a mistake. I was wrong. I apologize, but it is up to the other person to accept that apology, right? You may not accept it right now, but if you, if you felt like I apologize and you just, you're just like, whatever with it. Okay. There's nothing that I can do about that. You know, I'm not going to beg anyone for forgiveness. I'm not going to beg you to see it from my perspective. I acknowledge, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that, uh, any, in anything of that sort, you have a right to your emotions and I have a right to mine. And I'm sorry. You know, I apologize for that. Now you can accept it or you, you don't. And if you, you know, I, I can't control other people and how they, how they handle themselves. I just know I, I got to be protective of my peace. I got to be protective of my mental stability. I got to be protective of the environment that I create around me. And at the end of the day, if you're going to come to try to disrupt that, you will be cut off. I do. I'm sorry. Nice to know you. I listen. I'm sorry. It shouldn't be that way. But at some point, you it has to be like if, if someone is going to push you away, I'm they're, if you're going to push me away, I'm not coming back. I'm not. I'm just that's just where I'm at with it. And I think um, I remember someone saying one time it was just like, dang, you were just going to walk away as if like you weren't even going to fight. You want to go put up, what am I putting? I'm not, I'm, I don't have the energy for that. You want to be here. I give the same energy. I give the same energy that you give me. If I feel like you're being distanced, you're trying to push you away. I can only say I, I send my peace. And if you're still that way, it's, it's obvious that you don't want me there. And I'm just not about to, I'm just not about to, I'm just not about to do it. I, I don't have time when there is people that, could come into my life and come into my space that want to be there that helps build and uplift me and encourage and I can do the same with them and I encourage you the same way if someone is pushing you away you have a choice of whether or not to run after them you have a choice at whether you want to beg them to say you have a choice if, if you're begging them to forgive you you have a choice like at the end of the day if you try to make amends and you try to do things the right way and there's to them, it doesn't matter. I mean, cause sometimes people, they have their mind made up that no matter what you do, that's what it's going to be. And they won't see it any other way because they, they right now they're very emotional. They're really anything. They just need to, they may need time. They may need time and they may see the error in their ways and they may come back and apologize and they may not. And it may, it may just be a point where this is where the train stops and 
they get off and your train keeps rolling on with your life. And that's just okay. And that's just what it is. I'm just in the place of like a lot of things have come to uh, revelations to me. Like I was asking questions of like, is this person for me? And I'm not talking about the person that I was just talking about, but I'm just talking about people in general of like, again, becoming, living every day, just conscious of like, okay, it, who's really for me? And not necessarily that they're against me, but who's really for me? Or and do we really have as strong of a bond as I thought we did or anticipated? Like there is a uh, few people that I, I realized I'm like, wow, the, the relationship is just always going to be surface level because of actions that they shown that they don't want it to go below surface level. And I didn't, for a long time, I didn't know whether or not if they wanted it to go below surface level, but then something happened. It's like, oh, that's where we stand. So now that I know that's where we stand, now I know where to keep you at. And I'm okay with that because now I'm, I'm aware. I'm becoming a lot more aware. So for me, I would encourage every person to just become a lot a lot more in tune. Being intentional with yourself. Like I said, of course, give yourself some grace, but being intentional about your your feelings, what it is that you want to do, where you want to go, the person that you want to be, who you want around you, just be intentional and be intentional with your time. Time is something that we cannot get back. And I don't want you to waste your time on temporary people or in this temporary season period of your life. I believe in you. I want to encourage you. I want to strengthen you. I want you to understand that the best weapon you got for yourself is just recognizing where you need help or where you're doing well at and how to grow and what you can do next. It's just, and recognizing what's going on around you. Sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of like with love sometimes, you know how, when you are in love, love, and you're like loving hard. And then one day the rose colored, colored glasses come off and you're like, wait a minute, time has flew by. How did this happen? Who is this? I'm, I was just on a high. Now the high has wore down and here we are. <laughs> and so that's just what it is. And that's okay if now the rose colored glasses has come off and you're seeing things around you in a, a completely different perspective, a different vision, viewpoint, distance. You're seeing it completely different. Okay, so what is the lesson here that I'm I'm trying to learn for myself that I need to? So y'all know, as I always say, <laughs> don't forget to hit that replay, 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 okay? And listen to this episode again if you need to, or send this episode to someone that you may know, okay? And also, I want to say, you know, also with living consciously, it's, it's, it's really about just healing from your past and finding yourself and the life that you want. 
So just again, being a lot more self-aware about self and not coming aware of self for other people. Because people can let you down, but you don't want to let yourself down. Well, I thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And until next episode, bye-bye.